It's a me, Ty. And I'm here to welcome you to episode 26 of the show. And to be honest, I'm happy that I get to welcome you guys to a show that features Edris at all. <laughs> Things got a little dicey last week, but even though I was a little scared for my character, I gotta say I was very touched by a lot of the fans' reactions to what happened at the end of the show. Uh, a lot of people who echoed their concern uh, for Edris's well-being. Uh, also, a lot of people who were very upset at my roles. Uh, and you know what? Yeah, I blame myself as well. So it's good that we can all rally around wanting Edris to survive and also rallying around how terrible I am at this game. So thank you to everybody who voiced their concern. I also saw some uh, fan art out there done of Edris. Uh, that was fantastic. This It's all very touching that people connect so much with the character. Enough about Edris, let's talk about our February fan challenge. It is going strong, and we already have a lot of submissions. If you haven't heard, February's fan challenge is creating critical failures. That's right, we're going to start introducing critical failures to our game, into our sessions, starting at level 5. So, whenever I roll a 1 which is like always <laughs> for an attack roll, we're going to be pulling one of the fan critical fails uh, to add a little bit of difficulty to our combat. And what's great about this is we just need one melee, one ranged, and one magic for your submissions. And you can make them truly whatever you want. Be as creative, be as sadistic, be as lenient as you would like to be with these. Anyway, that's all the housekeeping I have for you guys this week. I'm very excited to get Edris all healed up. We're at the doorsteps of the temple almost. We're almost, I'm just, ah, I want to know what's going on. So let's begin. Episode 26, Accosted in Translation. Last time on Cosmic Crits. Edris discovers that the gravity on Castravel is working just fine. No matter what kind of dice you use, rolling snake eyes is always bad. We found Kasarix aren't more effective impacts. The group entered an eerily empty pyramid city that not even the Kakariki would enter. We pretty much determined that Halkoim Zan is useless. We made camp and Nak found a secret passage, then forgot where it was. It was late and dark. And yes, I know I have night vision. We found a noxious eel monster, and Edris got KO'd. The group finally reaches the steps leading to the fabled elven temple. <laughs> <laughs> Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. The Contemplative's map, the villainous cultist, the statue's hallways, the mold spore traps, the Caserix, the Mountain Eel, the Lost City of Elves, and the magic that is the Cosmic Goonies. Hi there, folks. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM, your Goonie Mikey, for this evening. And we're entering a lost temple in search of pirate treasure. And you're listening to Cosmic Crits. Before we start playing, I have the privilege to introduce my five high school and middle school friends and players first to my left. 100% grade A peak condition Corey Feldman. Drew playing Nexus Rack. This is a childhood favorite of certainly everyone. Uh, to his left, the kid with all the hidden gizmos in his wrist slot, Jabert playing Andis 147. Beep beep, Patrick. 
That's killing me. Across the digital table, move over, truffle shuffle. It's time for the Raimi Rumba with Miles playing Raimi. I, I'm not afraid of the dark. I love the dark, but I hate nature. To his left, Samwise Gamgee on his very first adventure, Rebecca playing Alindra. Hello. And to my right, surely he was dropped on his head as a child. The mountain of man meat that is Tyler playing Edros Veranis. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. I love you too. I mean, he was dropped last episode. We landed on his tail. Hey, everyone. How are you guys doing this week? Good, good. I'm I'm disappointed in, in the lack of love for Goody in this, in this <laughs> room. Goody. Yeah, where'd, where'd the Goody love go? This, I, I should uh, tell people. My favorite I normally, movies of all time. I normally don't tell the players what the, the little intro blurb is going to be about. And this is the one week that I did, and nobody came up with the... Uh, okay, so when yeah, you bad news, Patrick. Patrick. It's yep. our time in the forest. Yeah, bad news, Patrick. Goonies sucks. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> so I've only seen Goonies once, and when you told us that, I was like, hey, Drew, we should watch Goonies. Like, I haven't seen that in a really long time, and we should be prepared for this intro. And he said no. So he said he said no. Goonies sucks. <laughs> I only know I only know two. I only know two quotes from the Goonies, and that's the "Hey, you guys," and the "I'm gonna hit you so hard when you wake up, your clothes will be out of style" or something like that. Those two. Oh, those are the oh, two oh the, wait, why did you say that, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a third one you know, which is which is. Ah, oh, Goonies sucks. <laughs> oh boy, I hate. I was so prepared, Patrick. I had a quote for any character you chose for me. Yeah. Hey, Miles, you know what? You're you're my favorite player this week. Congratulations! Oh. I don't know how that happened. What a turnaround! <laughs> <laughs> what a massive uh, about face. Um, hey guys, how how has your week been? Fabulous. Uh, we've we've had a full week of our our merchandise store and Discord channel being up and. I don't think I've done <laughs> anything else but hang out on the Discord channel. Yeah, and I live there now. Fans. It's a lot yeah. of fun, guys. Uh, we we have a lot. Of, <laughs> we have a lot of fun here on the show, uh, chatting with one another. But we have more fun playing the game. Do you want to get back to the game? Yeah. We last left off on a bit of a cliffhanger in the previous week, as this huge, monstrous mountain eel took a, a snack-sized bite of Edros, taking him down to zero. Pretty inauspicious start to the entire day of adventuring, because you're just about to get to this massive temple. So that's where we pick up Rokalwi, the deprogrammed cultist of the Devourer, alongside Andis, have patched up your wounds as best as possible, Edros, and they're letting you rest up. Everyone, I, I imagine, is taking a 10-minute break uh, if you need to. Uh, get back your stamina. You can do that now. And they've kind of left you, Tyler. Uh, they've left a dross propped up on the the edge of the uh, the rocky embankment, and you're just staring at the setting sun in the west across the the singing range of mountains as the sun sets in your life. Uh, can can I do something uh, for for a dross real quick? What do you want to do? I'm gonna walk over here and I'm gonna uh, stab him with a serum of healing, Mark One. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> You gotta tell me when you're gonna do that. <laughs> it's three HP, buddy. Uh, uh, you look like you could use no, it. I, I could, thank you. So Alindra runs over to to Adras. She's still a little bit breathless. Adras, Adras, what happened? What went wrong? Alindra, what were you thinking? You could have gotten yourself killed. Heck, you could have gotten everyone killed. 
You know, the solution to every battle we have isn't to wreath yourself in flame and throw yourself into the enemy. I, I didn't realize that was what I was doing. I, I thought it was helping. But wh what did you expect me to do? My pistol wasn't going to do us any good. Battles aren't always about dealing as much damage as possible. You and I, we're the front lines. How we position ourselves, how the enemy comes at us, these are all very important. Yes, sometimes you can charge in, but sometimes a soldier must be patient and lure enemies into place where we have the advantage. Especially when we are fighting a monster that none of us knows anything about. Stupid pronking eel. I, I clearly have a lot to learn. I've been so focused on learning how to control the powers inside me that I've neglected to think about anything or anyone else. I hope you can forgive me, Dross, and help me to think and act more strategically. I can't think of a better teacher. Uh, uh, well, uh, I mean, don't, don't, don't come down too hard on yourself. The powers you have are like nothing I could ever imagine. I'm sure one day you will surpass the power of all Solarians who have come before you. But we are a team now, and I promise I will help you become stronger in any way I can. And if we're going to survive this horrible jungle, we must all protect each other and learn to rely on one another. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure there will be a time when I make a stupid mistake. And I hope, uh, I hope you will be there to save my tail as well. Oh, and, uh, you can call me Evie. That's what all my comrades call me. Thank you, Adra- I mean, Evie. I won't let you down. I know. And can you hand me some more of those Mark II healing serums? I- I think I'm gonna take a nap. Uh, Andis, could you come help? Oh, of course, of course, yes. <laughs> gonna need a bunch of those Mark II healing serums. A big old handful of these bad boys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna need one at least in my tail. I I think it's still crooked from last week. Oh no, that's still just fine. So yeah, you were you were down to zero hit points. You got your stamina back from from Rissen, but you guys yes. want to burn some uh, healing serums? I would like to burn at least two Mark twos. I'm not sure. I know I know Edris. Uh, he has one that he bought before we took off. I know yeah. we found some, so I'm, I think we still have at least two left. Why don't you go ahead and, and roll them? All right, so I'm going to roll. Uh, so I've got. Two, I'm going to use two Mark II. So I'm going to roll 60, 68. Well, yeah, why don't you roll one and see how how you're doing? Okay, one three d eight. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh boy, a one, a four, and a five. That's only ten points back. Let's see. I'm at uh, oh, you know, fourteen out of thirty four. Nice. <laughs> Let's try another one. Okay, maybe. Oh my! A one, a four, and a five. Oh, oh, no! No! Oh. Oh, oh boy. Well, I mean, right. <laughs> oh. twenty-four out of thirty-four ain't bad. So I guess that's what we're going with. Oh. Andrews takes a nap, and he's not very happy about it. <laughs> oh man! Your dice rolls uh, will never ever. <laughs> Stop amusing me on this show. <laughs> I I don't understand. All right, are you guys ready to move on? I have move three on, serums of healing, Mark One. If you need them, do you do you want to use any of them? Nah, he's fine. No. Okay. What a big what a big yes. baby. The, 
The GM Three has declared that I am fine. The GM, who definitely doesn't want to kill me, has declared that my loss of 10 hit points is adequate. So Yeah, yes, as we okay. enter this mysterious corridor. You have 24 corridor. hit points back. How many do you need? Wait, Edris, how many hit points do you have? I'm at 24 out of 34. Quit, you big baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can we skin this thing? Oh, yeah, so you, you guys last week killed a, a giant mountain eel. Ramy, looking it over, you're, you see this giant corpse of the, the creature, and looking at its hide, you're pretty sure skinning this thing, you, you've seen it prized its leather for working with enchantments and being made into a, a number of magical items, including uh, jackets, gloves, and matching boots. Hmm. Well, so if, you, if you guys want to spend some time now skinning it that's something you can use once you get back to civilization yeah i mean since edris led we won't skin him so yeah let's get the uh eel (laughs) i'm still alive (laughs) right so if if you guys want to uh, work the leather uh work work the hide there there's a number of magical items Uh, i think i'll let you take a a peek at some of them for each one that you want to try and and make it'll take like Probably 10, 20 minutes of, you know, hacking at its at, uh, its flesh. So do you want to spend some time now doing that? Yeah, I want to I want to make uh, those uh, gloves. Yeah. So you got yeah. the reckless gloves, resilient, gloves, yeah. resilient jacket, trampling boots, all kinds of fun, magical items. Yeah, the trampling boots are something that Edris would definitely want. So I would definitely want to spend some time carving out my portion. Uh, yeah, I'd like some boots. boots, too. Same here. Right. Ooh, uh, we're we're, we're going to walk into the club and be like, we're matching boots. What do you That's got? Right. Yeah, got some boots. And Nako get some too. Doesn't want to be left out. <laughs> All right. That's a knack thing to do. Rakawi offers to, to carry it for you and to do the majority of the work if you want to head on forward without her. Sounds good. You hang in there, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, so she'll take your, your packs anywhere she can pack this this stuff and you know dry it out for a little bit before <laughs> just I hand, I hand over my heat. I hand over my my wet meat collection for <laughs> jerky drying <laughs> okay before we but before we leave I think uh Edris would you know stop and say thank you for for doing all this and uh stay safe I, w- I want to make sure you're here when we come back for you she nods politely at you and just kind of gives some eyes in Alindra's direction and slings her gun over her shoulder and gets into the guts of the mountain eel, just starts cutting it up. Alindra right, takes let's... no notice. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Cause you're cold as ice and willing to sacrifice my love. Alindra's wow. forging ahead <laughs> despite what Alindra's just told her. I... Nope. Alindra, you I never take ahead. advice. <laughs> Someday you'll pay the price, I know. As you guys are moving through the rest of the stairs to the north, you see uh, another very large landing, an even plane with the temple. There are a number of large five-foot-wide pillars, broken columns here that mark off a wide stone plaza surrounding a large set of double doors and entrance to the temple. You see magnificent ancient stained glass mosaics, reflecting the light of the midday sun on the the eastern and the western sides of the building, seemingly shining on their own. 
They depict ancient stargazers looking through intricate telescopes, some of them depicting elves wielding a, a kind of magical power. A large circular ring stands in the back of the plaza, overgrown with plants, and another stone path leads to the west, climbing even higher up the peak of the mountain. Right, we're gonna, I'm gonna move forward, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna step on these carvings on the ground that I see. Well, as you do move forward into the the plaza, before the entrance to the temple, you see kneeling a very small elven figure, one arm gripping an ornately carved staff. They wear ancient-looking red-plated armor and wearing a, a tattered, fur-lined cape covering most of their form. Is there any like um, religious symbolism on the staff or anything they're wearing that might tip us off to, you know, not anything that, worships? Not anything you can tell. It definitely looks very, very old. As you uh, do walk up to get a closer look, they look up. There's a very stern, somewhat sad expression that crosses their desiccated face. Their skin looks like a very rigid gray leather stretched out uh, a bit thin in places and their hollow eyes glow a magical orange color. Do we know why any eyes would glow orange or do we know anything about the uh, the condition that this uh, individual Magic! Magic times! Can we do a mysticism check or something to Like I'm trying to say, is this evil magic or is this good magic? Is this mundane magic i don't know you don't seem to be the magical type do you have mysticism knack no <laughs> i do well, well why don't we start by saying hello you know, i like to tyler check on them. <laughs> <laughs> tyler uh, does that draw say hello yeah um hello there elvish person how are you as you approach the person and start a very very fumbling attempt at diplomacy they stand up and kind of throw a hand up in your direction and start speaking a language I don't believe you speak. And they say, uh, I cast comprehend language. Does anybody else speak Elven? No. It's a good language. Ed- Edris does not. Yeah, I, I know a bunch of languages. Not a single one of them is Elven. After hearing all the language that he does not know, Adris will say, Um, I don't know what you're saying. You're either going to have to speak common or write something down. I cast comprehend language. <laughs> that takes a while. I don't think it does, does it? No, it doesn't. It's, it's instant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't it instant? There you know. Goes. Well, the figure starts speaking another language, a very highly magical one that you recognize, Miles, almost immediately as a celestial. You hear the end, tail end of a sentence as they say, Halt, for none are permitted to enter. So uh, Raimi relays that message to Edris. Raimi, I think you're going to have to take the reins on this one. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna bow out of this conversation. All right. On whose authority? On my own authority. I am the and guardian here. The guardian of what? I am the guardian of the Temple of the Twelve. It is my task to stand guard and protect the secrets that lie within from those who are unworthy of the gift of knowledge. The the elven figure looks in Edros and Nax direction. But <laughs> Yet the, the cult is worthy? I know not of what you speak. Well, then maybe you haven't been paying attention to what's been going on in your own backyard. 
How can we prove our own worth? Sorry, I probably don't understand what's happening, but... Yeah, I mean, you, you guys... I mean, we can assume that, Miles, you are relaying stuff mm-hmm. to everyone else, but that's going to slow down talking with them if, if you're interested. So. Okay, yeah, so fine. I can chime in, right? Yeah, that's But Raimi will ramify it. How can we prove our own worth? You are not allowed to enter the temple. It is forbidden. Unless you're worthy. So... Can we meet halfway here? He what? he looks at you saying, speaking for these other figures, Raimi, and says, This is a temple of understanding. It is the last standing structure dedicated to my people's beliefs and stores their knowledge. Before you is the veil of this world. And he kind of like gestures out towards the, the plaza around you guys. Mm-hmm. This is is the place where the ignorance of terrestrial thoughts are burnt away in the fires of cosmic enlightenment. Behind me is a shrine of understanding. So hearing this, Alendra would walk to the center of this rune that is on the on the ground and would like to use sidereal influence to go toward photon attunement and calls upon the power of the stars surrounds herself in flame, draws forth her solar weapon, and says, We are not terrestrial. The figure looks you up and down and slams his stick on the ground, and it alights in fire as well, a massive solar glaive head forming at the end of the stick. And he beats it on the ground, and the rocks crack underneath it. He says, you will not threaten me with weapons. I am Panelier, Sun Spear of the Inscrutable One. Be gone or be dead. No, 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 no. You misunderstand me. I was using diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled your weapon out and and uh, you can try and use <laughs> diplomacy, but <laughs> I'm going to need Raimi to make that roll. Yeah. Wait, wait, I wait, know that's when, the uh, point of sidereal influence, though, is that I get a boost to diplomacy. I'll, I'll yeah, allow but... your boost to apply to his role, but okay. I want I physically want Miles to roll it. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Hey! Oh, 15. Not bad. What's not my bad. bonus? I get 1d6 on top of that. It's charisma. No, it's... Oh, you're, are you rolling d6? <laughs> yeah, I'll let, I'll let the better one repeat yeah. <laughs> uh, for stand. Um, do, you don't have any uh, Christmas bonus, right, Miles? No. Yeah, you're 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 playing your character that way, so I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I don't know, you guys, uh, do you put your weapon away, Rebecca? Yeah, I was just showing that I I have stellar energy. I'm I'm not threatening him. I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. These things happen. These things happen. He likewise will kind of stand down. Does not unsummon his blade, but just uh, keeps it kind of at his side. Alindra, maybe maybe show him your tattoos. Maybe the, the tattoos, since they were on that the Stargazer statue, maybe that is somehow deem you worthy to, to get in there. I thought about that. I thought it was kind of strange to just flash my tattoos around, but I, I can try that. So she'll walk up and, and show her tattoos on her wrist. Penelier just grabs your wrist and kind of looks it over. And looks back at you and says to to Raimi, she is of this world, one of the Lashuntans. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, it is. I would say it has been some time since I've seen their kind here, but long ago 
One of her kind. And he motions towards Alundra. One of them came here. He sought knowledge without understanding, and so I turned him away. A tribe of her kind here came two days prior, along with a race I am unfamiliar with. I recognize them as devotees of the Star Eater. I too turned them away, but one among them was very mighty. His magics, they... The, the elf kind of just drifts off and stops talking. Yeah, this was what I was referring to before about people coming through. We're trying to stop him. I could not stop them. They entered the temple and then they left with their portable shrine and others still remain. I don't know why I let them in. So are they, so there are some left, but there are still some here? Yes, he who spake for the Star Eater forbade me from allowing any but him from entering. I must obey him. Yeah. You are not welcome here. Yeah, point us in his direction. I got a, I got a word of prayer to say with him. Can I, I must, I must fight you. Leave now or be destroyed. Listen, we have been walking in the jungle for days. I am sick and tired of being attacked of this heat and dealing with crackpots like you. If you want to fight, fine. And then Raby cast Magic Missile. Oh, prank. Guess what Alindra, time it is. Uh, face palms. <laughs> Guess what time it is, everybody. It's initiative roll time. And we've obviously wrote down and, and rolled those initiative rolls before we started playing. I'm, I'm going to allow the, the magic missile to, to go off. Why don't you roll me that magic missile attack? All right. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, six plus two plus three for a total of 11. I believe you. I did. I did. I double checked that math <laughs> in the normal turn order. First is Andis one four seven. All right. I see it, and I'm gonna target it and shoot my laser rifle. That's a ooh. ooh. That's a it's a ten on the attack. Yeah. What is that? Three on the dice. Yikes. Two starts. That Not is a mess. But he was somewhat ready <laughs> for you guys to turn on him after Alindra pulled her blade out. Second, though, in the turn order is Alindra Vallis. All right, I'm going to pull out my blade and I'm going to try a double attack with my solar weapon. Oh. So that's a 25 to attack. Oh. Oh, uh, sure. no, 21. I guess. If you're double attacking, yes, it's yeah. negative four. That is a hit. So that's 15 damage. Nice. Jeez Louise, it's so much to start. And you got a second attack going? Yep. Um, so that's oh! a 20. <laughs> that's also a 21 <laughs> <Nice>. to attack. <laughs> and that's going to be 12 damage. So much. I no, can't 13 damage. Move. 13. Oh, wait. Was the first one 15 damage? Yeah, 15 damage and then 13 damage okay. because of oh. photon attunement. All right. He's not doing great. You've uh, snickersnacked him <laughs> with yeah, the uh, photon energy. He tries, you know, with his own glaive, parry some of your attacks. Doesn't happen. Raimi! Raimi, you are next. All right, I'm going to fire my laser rifle. Ow. Ow, ow, ow. 22. That's a hit. Eight. And that's eight plus four. It's 11 points of damage. So much damage. Ouch, ouch. Okay. Next, we've got Edros Veronis. Edros is going to... Oh, he feels a little bad. He, he wants to attack this guy, but he's also obviously under some kind of manipulation, so he doesn't really want to hurt him too bad, because he's probably a good guy. 
I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get up behind this guy. So uh, that's gonna incur an attack of opportunity from you if you would so wish to take. Oh, but he's, unless he's still flat-footed, I guess then he couldn't. He's Maybe? Not, well. Normally, you're not allowed to make reaction attacks. This guy definitely was waiting for an attack because ah. he had his weapon out. Yeah, he's he's gonna try and make an attack. Sure. And he does, and he. Yeah, just pulls this glaive out from the defensive position where he's fighting Alindra to the backside and stabs you right right in the chest, right where the Mount Neil almost got you there. Oh, no. Rolling a couple of damage dice here. Five and a four. Ooh, a d4. All right, so that is 21 points of damage. The solar spear just melts through your armor, stabs you in the chest. Hey, guys, this, this, this guy might be dangerous. <laughs> Mac Sizrak, your whoa, turn. Whoa, 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 whoa. I still have a turn. All I did was move. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were dead again. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were down. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, no, I'm actually going to try and grapple this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to try and hinder him, see if we can't maybe knock him out and get him to come back to his senses. So... That'll be an attack roll. So that's not going to work. Oh, jeez, it's like a t- eleven. <laughs> yeah, so you you know go to one arm, kind of grab him over the shoulder. Very fleet. The, this uh, what looks like almost a mummified elf uh, once you get up close to him, and slips out, slips out of the your grapple, kind of dodges out of the way. Next is right now. It's your turn. Frank, get him. Edris, we've come too far for you to give up on us now, man. Stick in the fight. Here's eleven stamina. Don't get killed. Thank you, Doc. Uh, yep, so that is your entire turn. That takes us to its turn. Kind of wait to see what everyone was doing there. And I think between the two of them, yeah, he's got to go for Alindra because he did a ton of damage to him. One, and two, you're another solar-powered person like him. So he's going to do a couple attacks against you, Alindra. Oh. All right, a 12 and a 19. Wow, I rolled... As bad almost as one could on these damage rolls. Still a good amount of damage, but good. Oh boy, I rolled only ones and twos on two d eights and two d fours. Mm. Starting the game strong as game master. So that is thirty-one points of damage. Brings the fiery glaive head down first on your leg, and then as you kind of dip below, just rakes it across your back. Let's go on to <laughs> Beow. Turn two, and it's one four seven. He's lighting up your buds. Yeah, yeah, he is. I'm gonna light up my my laser yeah. rifle gun time, and I'm gonna shoot it real good. Oh, oh no. no! Oh, oh heavens, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's not very good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm seeing. Seeing two eights, I got damage eight and the oh no, that's not good. <laughs> one, one on the dice, <laughs> seven. Yeah. I, I, I'm. We need to get done with February and and have the critical failures deck created already because it's no. killing me. Wasting no. all these beautiful oh, ones. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Next in the turn order is Alindra. That list. It is. This guy's right up on top of you. And he is a dangerous one. This is going to be one you guys need to put down. 
Okay, so I, have apo- or I apologize for having to ask this question because I know it's been a bit of a conversation starter recently, but can I move five feet forward as like a guarded step or something? A guarded step is a move action. It, it doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity, but it counts as a move action. So okay, but it is something I can do, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So I'm going to move <laughs> forward. <laughs> right. I got really confused because Adras like kept doing it wrong. You're wrong. getting in front of Andis's shot, but he wow. just went, so it's good timing, and now you are yeah. flanking. Uh, flanking with Adras. So go ahead and right. uh, yeah, make that's your attack. Come on, Lydra. Okay, uh, so that was Jeez, a Louise. 20. Sorry, I'm having trouble. Um, 24 to attack. One. You're rolling rocks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so 12 and points of damage. 12 damage, yeah. Nice. Dude, she's going to just take this guy out. Oh, actually, I guess if I'm flanking, it would be higher than that. It'd be 26, yeah. right? Yeah, and with, I and guess with, it would be. And, and, and with both <laughs> oh, and, and Edris's Ed, ability, right? So 27. Is, yeah, right, because you are threatening uh, still Edros. Uh, Ed, Edris, Edris's ability only works for ranged characters. It yeah, will not so work. It's, oh. right. so it's only 27 because I get get them. Oh, only flanking. a 20. Oh. I know, oh, I know. No. All right, we're moving on. Raimi, uh, turn to you. Raimi, what you got? All right, so Raimi's just going to shoot with his laser rifle again. 24. Jeez Louise, that's a hit. Nice. Plus four, so 10 points of damage. Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. He is still up. He's taken a lot of laser fire, a lot of sword slashes. Edros, it is your turn, and you are flanking with Alindra, who seems to be taking a lot of this guy's focus right now. All right, this is the best. This is it. This is the time to bring it home. I've got Knack with the get him, Alindra with the flanking. I'm going to go ahead and attack twice with the oh. curved blade. Alrighty. First attack. Nice. Yes. That's that's awesome. going to be a 20. That is a hit. Yeah. 12, 12 points of damage to your friend's face. Second attack. Oh. That's a 13. That's a miss. Ah, uh, no points of damage to your friend's That face. is a miss. Oh, Nax is right. How is this bad guy looking? I mean, w- when you came and, and first met him, he looked about a thousand years old. Looked, you know, uh, dried out, desiccated. So, I mean, he's still kind of looking like that. You've just been stabbing and shooting him since then. Uh, I'm just even... I guess Even more uh, dead. I guess he's too desiccated to look bloodied or messed up. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's no no blood really coming out of this creature. All right, uh, get him and Alindra, take some stamina from this inspiring boost that I'm giving you. Thank you. Did did you not just do that? I did it to no. Tyler. I did not do it to Alindra. Oh, because I, I hit him first. Oh man. Mm-hmm. oh man. Okay. All right. On its turn, it now has a couple of targets. Oh no! Uh, it's just gonna move a little bit closer to <laughs> Raimi. Oh, are you stepping up right behind it, uh, Edras? Yes, I am. I'm gonna use my step-up reaction to consume my reaction for this turn and move with him. And this guy is just going to just attack in Alindra again, and that is a hit. Pretty <laughs> low number. Oh my lord. Are you serious? Are Minimum you serious, Patrick? damage. Yay. A one and a one. Uh, so that is only 14 points of damage. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. only 14. The, wow. the blade is, it looks like it is, you know, digging in deep, but it's just giving you these very superficial cuts almost. 
just cutting through your armor and getting into the flesh underneath. Turn three, back to Andis, one, four, seven. Now this thing is like in, in melee range of, of three of your friends. Andis, what you got? All right, I'm given two shots from my tracking station. Old two-shot Andis. Let's see how we did. So this first here. one, definitely a miss. The a second 13, one. Then a 19. What's the, the 19 one. with bonuses? Uh, 20 with get em. Ooh, that is going to be a miss. That's with a negative four, right? It doesn't include. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's right. Uh, yeah. So these shots, they do go a little bit wide. He's also doing like this crazy gun dance move where the, the closer you are <laughs> shooting him, it's like less likely to hit. Elf's got some moves. Alindra, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to take a chance with my double solar weapon attack again. I am fully attuned, but I don't want to use Supernova with all my friends around me. So you're welcome, guys. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> that's going to be 20 with get on my belief. Uh, I'm not flanking, correct? That is correct. That okay. 20, though, all you need. That's a hit. Okay. Even with the negative four. Oh, you're doing a second attack? Yeah. Well, I was going Ooh. to. I guess I can Ooh. go back and say no. <laughs> that is a man. <laughs> if only it worked that way. <laughs> Uh, you're just doing the one. All right, give me that second attack roll, because, yeah, he, he is 20, 20, flipping and, 20. and jumping out of the way of your blade. Ooh. All right, so that's a 24, so 20? That is exactly Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, and that's nice. going to be 17 damage. Right, so nice. you cut into this thing. Oh, wow, it's like a max damage situation. Uh, that's like the most you can roll, right? Damage-wise? Yep, yep. yep. Uh, yeah, you cut him down. You slice one of his arms off. He falls to the ground. The blade head at the end of his staff kind of tapers out, extinguishes. And uh, yeah, he, he falls. And we are out of combat. Yeah, how's that Ooh. for an understanding? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? He doesn't huh? speak your language. Uh, Raimi translates happily and adds, <laughs> Who's worthy now? <laughs> And then he nods approvingly at Alindra. <laughs> You've got some time oh. if you still want to chat him up as he is expiring. He does seem, you know, like the the orange light in his eyes. It's just kind of disappearing. It's fading away. Uh, Rami, ask him if he's got any uh, healing magic or, uh, or healing serums that we might be able to patch ourselves up. Since it sounds like he was not exactly under his own control when, when he hey. was fighting us. Well, he's dying right now, and we kind of need to know where our enemy is. Gonna assume it's through the door to the south there, but you know what happens when you assume. Okay, Alindra would like to step in here, and what is this temple for? What are you protecting here? This is where my people, they came to study the stars. and They kept all their knowledge here of what they found. I failed in my mission to protect it. I think on the contrary, you've let just the right person in. I, I really feel like this is where I need to go. He clutches at your the, the armor around your, your neck, Alindra, and just kind of pulls you in. And you feel this solar wind kind of uh, rush out of him and uh, surround you as you're, you also are coming off of a, a solar attunement. And yeah, it just kind of infuses into your your body and uh, he goes limp and uh, falls to the ground and uh, almost immediately turns to dust. 
you, you can kind of hear something in the the energies that are, are swirling around you. It's like it is up to you now. And he's gone. Wait, did his weapon go with him? Did nobody get the weapon? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's really just a carved metal and and wooden staff. Energy was inside of him. This is but, why I don't like elves. Stupid elves and their stupid elven magic and their stupid <laughs> elven temple. I just want to get in there, kill Calm everyone, Calm down, buddy. Calm down. We're going to get to kill plenty of guys in probably about 15 minutes. Somebody needs a Scooby snack. <laughs> I've heard. Someone, someone's got a taste Scooby of that. Snack. The, the, the tummy rumble. Scooby snack. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, have a, I have an Evie snack. Evie snack. Evie snack. So he's, uh, you know has left behind some items. He's got this ancient elven battle armor he was wearing, this kind of red-tinted, you know, <laughs> rusty in parts armor. And you notice Alindra at the end of his staff is a Solarian lesser gluon crystal, a, a magical crystal that can be installed in, in your own moat used to nice. augment your weapon. Ooh, I'll take it. Oh my god, did you say that was a gluon crystal? least gluon crystal that's a level six item worth three thousand nine hundred credits adds one d4 damage to your rolls and has the wound critical ability not bad did you get in a crystal before rebecca yeah i yeah i have a lesser photon crystal can you put both of those on there or can you have multiple lightsaber crystals, Drew? No. Actually, technically you can, because... <laughs> nope, they blow up. They blow each other up if you try to have a purple one like I mean, Mace Windu. The, the, if you the, take red and blue, it doesn't make, make purple. The Death Star was like a bunch of lightsaber crystals, and it could blow up a planet. And, right, right, right. and they all exploded. Point? Game Master. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, yeah, you guys are, are out of combat, and you are left... In, in this empty plaza in front of you, a door to the the temple. These massive uh, 10-foot-tall double doors. They look pretty weak, but thanks to perhaps the craftsmanship of the elves and, and this very detailed latticework of uh, metallic bands that, that crisscross it, these doors have survived the ages. You guys heading on inside? Should we take a 10-minute break first? Yes, That's I would me. like to take a 10-minute break. Yeah, let's let's check in on Rainy while you guys are, are taking a break. You didn't take any damage, right? Nope. How, how did you uh, enjoy <laughs> using your ability to communicate with anyone in this in this fight with Panalier? I mean, it was good because otherwise it would have been less entertaining until we got irritated enough with us to attack us. Oh, no, that battle would have started a lot faster if you if you couldn't speak Elven or. Uh, I believe Celestial with the other language. Which I feel like, I feel like Remy actually knows Celestial. Hmm. Well, you, you I, think that, I think, I think I put that on, I think I put that on my list of things that I knew. Yeah. After looking at him over, it definitely seems like there was kind of necrotic magic cast upon him. Cause this guy he looked almost like a mummy. Yeah. So yeah, Remy, you had a chance to, speak with a like a, a thousand year old being <laughs> so this ancient guardian and now now they're gone we are cleared you guys who wants to use a resolve point to get their stamina back i did Ed- uh, Edros as well oh okay i didn't know if you're okay or not Alrighty, so are you guys heading on inside yeah 
Edros will try and push open these front doors. Right. So it does require putting a good deal of muscle into them to uh, to move them open. Let's see here. So you know how good I am at strength checks. I think it's <laughs> what was that your first one that uh, started the game? Yep. <laughs> it's a natural first roll. On the strength first check. roll ever in the podcast. Oh, a boy. One on a strength check. 25 episodes ago. Yeah. But so you put your shoulder into it. You're able to swing one of them open. It creaks very loudly as it opens up into a, a large, dimly lit chamber. Gross. Do- door opening ever. I like it, though. I like it. <laughs> what a door. What a door this is. The roof, 30 feet above you here, and the stone floor, it's carved. There are tiles laid throughout it, depicting hundreds of constellations marked at regular intervals with elven runes. As as you guys look for those of you with dark vision, about, about where Edros is as he's moved in, about 10 feet from the door, you see about a dozen short scythes sticking out of the floor, a number of them wedged into the floor at their base. One of these traps blades coated in blood, and there's a dead cultist lane before you. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's yeah. one cultist we don't have to deal with. So he got his oblivion early. So can I make a perception check to see if there is an obvious trigger of these traps? Why don't you actually give me engineering? Knowledge engineering. I shall. I don't know if that's better for you or not, but it's probably... Oh, it might be. Uh, that's a 16. Yeah, it, it looks like it was almost... As soon as you stepped in, maybe a few feet in front of the the traps themselves, but it looks like very, very subtle difference in the the, the way the floor is lined here. Maybe it's depressed like a few centimeters, maybe a quarter of an inch, somewhere like that. So it looks like it was, yeah, just uh, triggered by stepping on some of these tiles. But it also looks like the trap has been disarmed because there's uh, empty ammo clips and some rocks kind of shoved in the floor where these blades are sticking up. Okay, so Andis is going to go ahead and step on through and step through the center because they believe that this is uh, this yeah, is nothing, all disarmed. Nothing happens here. Yeah. Fine. Does the dead yeah, cultist have anything set. on them to, that we could take? Nah, it looks like they were stripped pretty bare. Well, if there are going to be traps throughout this temple, we should be careful. Everybody stay on guard. Well, both Alindra and Raimi, both of you guys seem to see a couple of different things laid out in, in the floor ahead of you. Why don't we do some skill checks here? Remy, do you got a, a mysticism check for me or anybody that's got the skill? Yeah, I can do a mysticism check for you. See, that's oh, 19 boy. plus 7, so 26. Jeez. Ooh. <laughs> it reminds me with your 17, 18s, and 19s. Okay, so more than enough, you notice that the constellations... Not all of them make a ton of sense to you, but one of them does from a kind of religious point of view. It is of that of the god Ibra, a six-pointed star map that looks very similar to the bottom of Alindra's tattoo, a wide curving line that seems along the side here to have dates and coordinates, but they don't make a good deal of sense to you. All right, so I, I point out the the constellation that I, I can understand to Alindra can anyone make a check to remember the constellation of Ibra? Yeah, it's it's Ibra. So Ibra, Ibra the Inscrutable. Uh, she's Ibra. a it's a neutral god of celestial bodies, the cosmos, and mysteries of the universe. 
The center of worship is in the Adari, Liavara, and Verses. I'm from uh, Verses. Panelier, the guardian out front, did say that they were the sun spear of the inscrutable one. Mm. And that is that is the name. And as, as you're looking over the symbol, you do recognize that you had seen it on the slopes coming, you know, the, the stairway coming up to the temple and a few places maybe very worn down inside the, the city as well. Rebecca, why don't you give me a physical science check as well to see if you can figure out something has to do with the star map on the floor. No one, no one else has physical science, right? No. Uh, Andis does. Oh, snap. Why don't you give me a roll as well, Andis? Will, I will. It's a 13. Okay, 18. Right, so you can assist, and along with kind of Raimi pointing out the, the constellation, it just it doesn't make a ton of sense. Rebecca, uh, Alindra is looking this over. The floor markings here where, that Raimi points out, the dates and spatial regions are all wrong. They seem to be more of a, an artistic interpretation of a night sky or constellations. Yeah, the coordinates, especially on the, the Ibrin constellation, they're not real and they don't match what you would know as the astrological records for really anywhere in, in this part of the galaxy. And as you're looking them over, Andis, you point out that they just seem to be some kind of showing a path through the, the floor here. And it looks like if you had walked uh, along this constellation that you would have missed all of the, the scythe blades. It was marking a path along the floor, a safe route, you know, to, to walk through, to, to get through the next area of the building. Ah, this way, Mr. Jones. Yes. <laughs> penitent man. Penitent man. Where does, where does the path end? Does it just, does it end at a door? Does it end in a... So this room branches off into the east and west, and this path seems to be going towards the east. So I think we should be on the lookout for further constellations in other parts of the floor as we proceed. Because there may be more traps. This may be the only one that they tr that they tripped before, but we should be aware of where we're stepping. Indeed, yes. So, which direction you guys want to go? I'd I'm presume east. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. East. I'm pulling a dross. Yeah, if the star thingy, if the star thingies are saying east, I, I guess we'll go east. I'm following Lindra. Yeah, uh, you guys going in standard marching order? Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. So, in this next chamber. As you circle around clockwise uh, in, in your direction, the, the temple, there is a very large kind of stone structure in the, the middle of the temple. The next chamber, the, the inner wall here, skyrockets up and ends in a domed ceiling 100 feet above your head. About 100 or so very thin apertures of colored glass allow a, a wispy red, orange, and blue light to filter in from the, the outside of the, uh, the evening, the afternoon evening. The floor here transitions from those constellations in, in the previous room to dozens and dozens of starburst patterns. From what you guys know of the previous room, it looks like there probably will be a safe path through this area as well. Why don't you give me another physical science check, and anybody that has it can, I would say, aid Becca. Did you roll the same? Oh, you rolled very similar, Rebecca. <laughs> Ugh, ten. <clears throat> Uh, Tim's only need to aid, so. Okay. Uh, so, you, Rebecca, you rolled a 19? Yes. All right, so. Right, so you spend some time kind of looking over the floor markings. Uh, you, you spend some time here studying the floor markings. 
of this chamber, and you can tell that it is supposed to depict the Castrovellian night sky from the perspective of the southern hemisphere, uh, an area where the the elves currently reside uh, on Castrovel. But yeah, as your hand reaches over the the stars, you can tell that there's a whole bunch of them that are out of place. And you think you can see a, a pattern very similar to the inaccurate pattern in the previous floor that you're supposed to supposed to walk along. Yes, I would I would oh. like to walk along those <laughs> gingerly. You going first? Yes. She makes uh, an eye at Evie to make sure that that's okay. Who? I mean, you seem to know what you're doing, so be safe. Bull rush in. Bull rush in. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Uh, right, so if if you take your time and you just kind of like jump from starburst to starburst, following Alindra, yeah, nothing nothing happens. <laughs> Very exciting episode of slowly <laughs> s- studying the stars and, and making your way through. Just goes to prove that you should study hard in schools. In school, right. right? Stay in school, gang. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you guys are here. Otherwise, I would have just set off every trap and probably been dead by now. <laughs> For those of you listening, we are literally going single file across the map right now. <laughs> it's very funny to us, not you, know, you guys. You don't think this I'm watching, making sure you guys don't like jump all over the place? Oh, uh, gosh. If you guys had been like, no, the goblin should come with us on this adventure. This is the part where they get you all exploded. (laughs) I followed my own path. Around the temple, the southernmost point of the temple, this massive vaulted ceiling, what looks like sanctuary, with uh, dozens of these very thin windows filled with smoky different colors of glass, setting up these huge uh, kind of kaleidoscope patterns on the floor. And you can see out some of the glass and and the cliff face outside and just a little bit of the setting sun to the west. As you guys, you guys can move yourself down here. Why doesn't everyone give me a perception check? Sure. Yeah, here's one. A good one from Knack, a good one from Andis. As you guys turn the corner and look around, you see, studying some patterns on the wall, what looks like a Kasothan woman sitting, legs crossed, forearms kind of tracing over the, the, the stone wall here. Uh, what do you want to do? Greetings, Kasathan. They put their head around and uh, bring two hands, single fingers, to their mouth in a shushing motion. Do they seem like they are dressed like the cultists that we have seen before? Nope, in kind of survival gear. Greetings, Kasathan woman. I'm trying to whisper. <laughs> it's quite all right. As you are, are are moving forward, yeah, the Kasathan figure stands up and kind of just shakes her head. And a shot rings out from across the room. We are in combat. Uh. As uh, sneaking around clockwise, the, the opposite side of the building, number of cultists here. They, they just kind of jump out of little hiding spots they were in. So as as they, they jump out, they, they hear you speaking. Someone's getting shot. Oh, of course, way in the back. Raimi <laughs> shoots in your direction. Nine points of damage. A laser rifle cuts out at you across the room. And that is the very, very small surprise round as this cultist is spooked, shoots in your guys' direction. Top of the first turn. Andis, <laughs> the top of a turn order again. So fast. 
can't be stopped. You see these cultists turning the corner. So fast, so furious. I am going to aim at the one that is closest to the one who looks like a boss. <laughs> You'll have to tell our listeners about that, Patrick. <laughs> there's a, a very descript cultist, oh, and then there's a couple is- of nondescript ones. <laughs> <laughs> you, you figured out my plan. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm, I'm going to shoot at the one who looks almost as important as the important one. Just one shot. Trick, uh, tracking and shoot him up. Oh, oh critical oh, hit. Man. There it is. All right, so you're shooting through Edros. It don't matter. 27 is a hit. That's right. That's going to be 11 damage. Yeah. Yeah, was it the, the the critical burn effect is D6? Yeah, it's D6 on the on the burn effect. So, sure. but let me let me, let me oh, roll, roll, roll some, an, another damage dice, right? I'm gonna Yay yay. Oh, heavens God. to heavens to Betsy. Dude, that's going to be that's gonna be 22 points of damage total and uh, <laughs> stop it. Oh, no, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop and uh, 3 points of burn damage on that one. All right, hold on, hold on. I can do math. All right, twenty-two plus plus Three. some some hold more. On. I said I could do. <laughs> I said I could do it so good. Uh, so after you guys like destroyed all the cultists in the the Stargazer Temple, I was like, oh, I need to. I can need to beef these guys up. Didn't beef them up hard enough. You kill them in one <laughs> shot. Yeah. Woo! Ouch. That, a, a well-placed critical will do it. I was like, I'll give him more armor. I'll give him more hit points. Nope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead Murgatroyd. and turn one. Next in the turn order is Raimi. All right. So Raimi is going to take aim at the, the cultist who looks like he's in charge. This guy right here. Yeah. yeah. And fire this laser rifle. That's uh 23. Ooh, that's going to be hit. Nice. Man, we're we're hitting we're hitting on, on cylinders. Yeah. Max damage. So, max damage plus four, so twelve points of damage. Nice, yep. done. So yeah, she takes that hit. It is a Lashuntan woman, red leathers and armor. Carries a very large machine gun, and the surviving cultists step forward <laughs> here on their turn. A couple of them. Let's get a few targets right up front. Nax Israk, one of them, shooting in your direction. What is your EAC? My EAC is... 14. 14. Okay, I've rolled a 6. That is a hit. Uh, Four. Nine points of damage. Edros, another one coming at you. Oh, that wanted to be a hit, but I think it is going to be a miss. An 8. Even flat-footed, you're, what, 20? I get. To, I lose a dex, right? So it'd be 19. I think it's just negative 2. I don't dex, but either one, that is uh, an 8. That is a miss. The woman with a very large machine gun is going to take aim at a dross. Daka Daka's in your direction. What? Yeah, your KAC is... My KAC is 22. Right. Okay, so that is a hit. Uh, She just... (laughs) A jacketed, a full metal jacket weapon. Ooh! Ouch. Ten points of damage. Oof! So, Patrick, not not to spoil my own doom, but is that a lion effect weapon? It can be in in certain situations. She just took a a single shot in and stuff. Okay. This looks like uh, it could be a fully automatic 
rifle she's holding on to. I see, I see, I see. So Andis does not necessarily take damage from standing behind Edris there. <laughs> this is the one case where having a meat shield, very helpful. <laughs> oh, but Thank you, Edris. <laughs> next in the turn order, Nak Sizrak. What you got, Drew? Uh, all right, first off, I want to ca- uh, get him on the uh, menacing-looking one with the automatic weapon. Uh, then, uh, question, since we have this NPC that's just kind of standing off to the side, if I decided to, like try to talk to them would that be a standard action in combat or would that be something where no, you, you can talk to people as a, a free action uh hey uh, uh forearms you want to give us a hand with this have six no it's four it's not a skitter man softness had six arms she definitely doesn't seem to have any any weapons on her she just kind of like slinks further backwards against the wall trying not to get in the line of fire of anyone Ah, Prague. All right. Anything, uh, anything else you got, Drew? Uh, I am going to, as a uh, swift action, remove my azimuth laser pistol from a cheek pouch. And is is this one going to get cover from the uh, other guy that's in line of sight here? That is correct if you want to shoot at the bossy lady. Uh, I'm instead going to shoot at the one that does not have get him uh, on it that is in my line of sight here. All right, yeah. Shoot him dead first. Just roll a 20. That's all it takes. For oh, <laughs> oh, Lord. No. Oh, you've rolled a, oh, no. a one on both dice. Oh, <laughs> Natural one. Uh, I, I, I swear, Hick, listeners, Hick y'all are going to kill us. You're going to murder us. I can't wait. Edros Veronis, you're next. Edros is going to start out by uh, throwing a grenade. All right. Don't get to use him too much. Might as well use him now. Pulling a grenade out, tossing it in their direction. Go ahead and give me that yeah. attack. Where, oh, uh, I, what, what grenade? Let's start with that. We're going to do this. This is going to be a shock grenade. Mark one. All right. So pretty wide range. Where do you want to hit it? It's got a 15 foot range. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put it. I want to make sure I don't hit our poor Kasothan. So I guess like right here. Yep. So you want to kind of land it at the southernmost cultist feet. Make me attack, attack roll. roll! Attack roll! Coming your way! Ooh, a 12, I guess. What did I roll? That was terrible. I rolled a 4. Ugh. Yeah, you get your, your strength bonuses for hitting, but it's a... So that is a hit. Yes! Hey! Ooh, you landed just, at their feet. I'm going to make some reflex barely. saves. These two guys. Now, what's your dex bonus? What am I what am I rolling one. here? All right, so I think it's, what, a DC 11... DC 12, because it's the item level and your dex mod. All right, so these two guys up front here, both of them fail. Nice. Roll. Uh, they're not able to wait, get out of the way. Uh, the woman in the back, though, kind of shields herself, kind of ducks down, seems to miss most of the damage. Go ahead and roll that. D8. Yep, just a D8. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Two points of damage. Totally worth it. Grenades are the best thing in the game, guys. Hey, if uh, you pulled an eight, it would have been a lot of damage. All right. And next, Alundra, Valis. Now, everyone else are standing back away about 20 feet from the enemies. You're about 25 feet away. What does Alundra do? Yeah, there's uh, a lot of pressure after what we just talked about. Um, So... <laughs> The first thing I'm going to do is use telepathy to speak to the Kasothan Mm -hmm. and say, um, we are here to help you. Don't let Nax scare you. Professor Solstarni, we are here for you. 
Just All to right. reassure her. I think you're just about in range with that ability, but yes, she kind of nods in your direction, takes a, kind of a defensive position. What else you got, Alindra? Okay, awesome. So I'm going to go toward photon attunement and <laughs> against my better judgment, I'm going to use Stellar Rush to run at this guy. Wait, is, yes. it, is it? I thought Solstarnia was a Lashenta. No. no oh man, I'm an idiot. Golly. Yeah, you are because you pushed her yeah, away. Yeah, All right. Yeah, you've been, you've literally been you've literally been making this mistake for like uh, twelve weeks. Yeah. yeah. So the, All right. the armor she had was, I think, Lashunton Tempweave, which I think it's like you know a kind of armor. Maybe that's confusing. I don't know, but it had four arms, so that's why yeah. you couldn't. Use yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could be like a a pro augmentation body mod. Sure, and be sure, like, sure. I need some more arms. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to Stellar Rush and... Right, Rush on one of the, the cultists up front. Yeah, I'm going to rush at one of the cultists, and I am going to Bull Rush, actually. I'm trying to push him back. So we'll see how that goes. So that's a 18? Right, so that is a, a miss. You're not able to push him back, but gets another reflex save to try and save from some solar damage. Is that correct? Yeah, and I still do the damage regardless. So. Yep, so he makes the save, so it's going to be half damage. What do we got? Looks like I rolled a six, so that'd be a three. So still three. Okay, so yeah, you, you put your shoulder into him. He doesn't look happy about it, drops his, his gun, uh, or he's getting ready to drop his gun and got a, a wicked looking sword on his back but we're back to the top of the turn order with turn two andis all right andis is going to track and shoot the gentleman in close combat with alindra because i care about alindra and her health all right a little more difficult but don't matter you oh. really well 23 on the hit all right minus four shooting through a friend that is a hit okay or Eight damage, is that right? Uh, eight damage is what I got. All right, so they're still up, but they're not doing great. Raimi. I guess I'll, I will also fire at the one Alindra's at. Alrighty. Ooh, not not as good as Andis. There you guys are kind of in the same firing position in the back of the party. That is a miss. Next in the turn order is the bad guys. No, they still get a turn? Come on. A couple of them very unhappy. Focus on Alindra as their boss kind of steps forward to here. As those guys move around, does Alindra get any attacks of opportunity? Uh, one moved in to combat with her, and the other just took a guarded step. So she's just going to step forward out of the uh, firing range of a friend. Takes a look at everyone that's uh, not Alindra, everyone just standing by themselves, and she takes a shot at Naxidrak! 15 on the dice. That's a hit for seven points of damage. Yeah, just a number of bullets. Rip through your very light armor. Right through your shoulder. And two cultists on Alindra carefully maneuver themselves around you, Alindra, as they pull out long swords. Wicked looking long swords and flank you. And they have rolled their attacks. Got a 12 and an 8. Your KAC is 14. 14. Both of these are hits. Oof. And yep, one of them slicing up your front side, the other the back side. It's here. Max damage, seven and an eight. A lot of damage. That is 29 points of damage. Oh, good lord. Yep, as they're cutting you up, 
left and right. And that is the bad guy's turn. It's going on to Neck. Uh, which is, so since these guys have moved around, which one of these was Alindra attacking before they moved? Was it the top one or the bottom one? The the one on the the northern side of her. He got some grenade damage and he got shot once. Okay, I'm gonna hit get him on the southern one just already, just in case uh, we can do anything with that after the other guy's down. And Alindra, stay in the fight. Get back up. You'll be fine. Here's eleven stamina. Inspiring boost. Thank you, Nack. All right, next in the turn order, Edros. All right, Edros will... He's going mo- to move up, and he's going to position himself almost in between the big bad guy with the machine gun and one of the peons, and try to block firing range for the, the, the big bad guy. And yeah. But he's, gonna, he's going to attack the peon who is flanking Alindra with the curved blade. Awesome. Curved blade. Coming at you. 24? That is a hit. 25 with get up. How you like that damage? Oh, thank goodness. Oh, boy. 18 points of damageo. That seems seems like way too much. Is it really plus 10? So the the max damage you can do is like 20 with this bladed weapon. Mm -hmm. That's so much. They have so little. Okay, so you cut this one up his backside. It looks like he's about to fall over dead. He's not dead yet, though, mind you. Because these guys, obviously, Tahoman kept some of the more elite warriors for the, his rear guard. Alrighty, and that takes us to the end of turn two with Alindra. You got two of these guys on you, both of them taking a good deal of damage. Alright, with Adras on the southern one, I'm going to go for the northern one, hopefully take him down. So, oh. uh, yeah, I'm just going to do a double attack. So <laughs> I already rolled, didn't I? Yeah, yes, so why don't you, in, the, in all future rolls, say that say beforehand. That before I do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sorry about that. So the first one is definitely a fail, but and the second one's a fail, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you cheat at Starfinder. <laughs> 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 How dare you? At my table? Of- yeah, these are these are misses, unfortunately. And that takes us back to the top of the turn order, turn three. Andis, one four seven. You've got a number of people in, in melee combat, a couple of them trying to cut Alindra down. What do you want to do? I'm gonna use my tracking and just like line up the shot super good with my sniper at like, I don't know, it's like twenty-five feet away, but it's gonna be a very good <laughs> Uh, ooh, that's an 11 to hit, <laughs> but plus one, uh, plus, plus two, two, so... Yeah, plus two for both these 14 guys. 14 to EAC. Oh, do you, you targeted as well? Yes, yes. You needed every single one of those boosts, because that is just a hit. Yes! EAC of 14. <laughs> yes! Four on the damage. dice. Eight damage. Oh. Second kill for Andis. Yes! Wow! <laughs> That's fantastic. A giant laser-sized scorched mark through the side of his head drops him down. Alrighty, and next in the turn <laughs> order, it, turn three. Raimi, what you got? Alright, so Raimi, seeing that they're they're handling these guys, he's gonna move a little bit uh southern towards the boss character. It, it looks like you're going back to back with Andis, is that correct? Yes, is that correct. what you want to do with your life? Yes. <laughs> you think you think his his two kills are gonna his good luck is gonna rub off on you? I'm I'm hoping so. 
I'm hoping All right. so. What, what uh, you gonna do? I am going to cast uh, Caustic Conversion. Oh, on whom? On the boss guy. Another level two down. Let's see. That's an EAC attack roll you need to make. Go ahead and roll it for me. All right. Uh, You roll the two on the dice. That is a a wide miss. Yeah, so all of your your acid just gets flung against the priceless, millennia-old stained glass (laughs) windows behind this cultist, immediately singeing them, breaking, shattering them in a ton of places. Unfortunately, that means it is their turn. Think from where you stand now, Raimi. Everyone gets a fun attack roll as this cultist braces herself, kind of uh, throws one leg out behind her, sets the gun strap around her neck, and opens up full auto mode on uh, its 30-foot cone attack. So Edros, Nack, Raimi, and Andis. Uh, you, get a, you do get an attack of opportunity. She doesn't care. <laughs> They're death cultists. They're ready to go. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, okay. Go ahead. And could, give me that attack if roll. I could, if I could get a critical hit one time in this game, come on! Don't say it, man, because now you're gonna not get it. Seventeen. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's a, a full-on miss, actually. Check here. Oh, damn! Against KAC, yeah, no, she dodges out of the way, and the gun barrel is right at your waist as she opens up. And the way automatic works is um, she cannot score critical hits now, but she gets to make an attack roll at all the rest of you. This expends the all the rest of her clip, though. So let's go in order at Dross. Attacking you. Bam. Hit. Knack. Bam. Hit. And this. Ooh, and this, I think, might sneak out of the way. You're, you're still at KAC 22. That is correct. Miss. And Raimi. What's your KAC, Raimi? My KAC is 17. Okay, so that is a hit. So everyone except Andis taking some damage here. 10 points of damage. She saves the rest of her clip. Just Ugh. blows through you. Andis jumping out of the way. This cultist on Alindra does not have the flanking partner anymore, but he is going all out as he is near death. He's going to make two attacks on Alindra. Okay, Ugh. first one, Dang. 14. That's a hit. Oh. 16, Ugh. that is a hit. So that is 22 points of damage. It's His blade is coated in blood, and that is their turn. Bloody turn for the cultists, taking us to Nax's wreck. All right, going to get him on the auto rifle shooting uh, leader mm-hmm. cultist, mm-hmm. Uh, but I am going to attempt to shoot my azimuth laser pistol at the one that is uh, attacking Alindra. All right. Try to get this guy down. Splitting, splitting it up. Do it. Oh, natural 20. Second 20 of this fight. (laughs) Just this fight alone. Okay, so that is a hit. Go ahead and and roll damage for me again. Never do this, so I can't remember what my attack roll is. It's a default attack roll again. So seven points of laser rifle damage, and it has... You're shooting your azimuth laser pistol. It's got the burn effect. Uh, yeah, so you see this guy uh, almost go up in flame. And yeah, it uh, it goes right through his chest. Still seems to be fighting. Still seems to be going strong, though. That's this guy right here. That's that's uh, that's this yeah. guy right next here. Next, uh, just yeah. Gotta breathe on him the right way. <laughs> next in the turn order is Edras. Edras will take a 
guarded step. So I'm in between a dead body and the, the big bad guy with the machine gun. And we're going to keep pounding away with that carbon steel blade. Come on, let's 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 get rid of this bad this sucker. Single attack. Oh, that's single attack because I had to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and get him's on there, so that's gonna be a twenty-four. That's a hit. Yeah, baby. Sixteen points of damage. Righty. Good amount. Yeah, she seems to be made of tougher stuff than her comrades, believe it or not. But uh, yeah, she's still feeling that one. And last in the turn order, Alindra. Alright, given that I am no longer being flanked, I am going to stay where I am and do a double attack and I'm announcing it beforehand. So. Uh, here we go. <laughs> now, now you'll have all the good luck that uh, you <laughs> need in the so. entire world to, tr- to drop this guy that's near death. Alright, here's the Problem. first one. So that's oh, a- oh, man. <laughs> so it's going to be 21 to hit. Ta-da! Eighteen on the dice. <laughs> so, oh my! Uh, yeah, with with one hit, you are able to lop his head off. His body tries to make a a feeble swing before he realizes he's dead, and he drops you're, to the ground. You're, you're like Aragorn from the Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> yeah, but now I have I have heads. a second attack that I can't use, so this sucks. Just just oh. throw your energy sword at Edros's back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one combatant left. Top of the turn order. Turn four, Andis, one, four, seven. Andis uh, notices the fact that Edris is adjacent to this super mm-hmm. tough enemy and is oh, going yeah. to track said enemy and fire a laser rifle. Single shot. <coughs> Get him on. That's Ooh, a hit. Yeah, baby. Yes. Ooh, boy. That would be a 21 to hit. It's a hit. It is a hit. That's 11 damage on the hit. All right. So still up, still dangerous. Oh, come on. Very close to death. You can see from the the cuts of the laser shots, a little bit of acid. Raimi splashed on her from his wide miss. Right. Uh, Raimi. And just grips Raimi's shirt and says, Raimi, do what I could not. <laughs> I love that you guys are right next to each other in the turn order. Raimi! <laughs> so Raimi backs up to where he's out of range <laughs> of their Raimi, fire. Running away, yes. Uh, no, because most of my attacks are at least 100 feet. Raimi, do um, what, you, what I could not. Oh, wait, where are you going? Please! <laughs> no, don't leave us, um, Raimi! So I have another caustic conversion I want to throw. Alrighty, that's something you can do. EAC attack roll. He gets a bonus. Two plus two. Plus two, but I don't think that's gonna hit at fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what you need. Oh Oh, my god. Yay! You fling Uh, a number uh the vast majority of your nanites in her direction. And uh, you don't need to, to roll like 18 D4 or whatever it is because she had one hit point left. She goes down. Oh, <laughs> nice. Not only that, her face melts off and uh, yeah, uh, her armor very scarred now and we're out of combat. All right. Oh. Ra- Raimi all saunders right, back in like... <laughs> Just had to use all my level two spells. It's cool. Yeah, yeah all my level uh, two spells. I've lost 16 points, but... Edris bends down. He's kind of holding the machine gun. And then the machine gun just disappears into the palm of his hand. This melts. <laughs> melts Bye. right down. Bye, machine gun. What, what happened? Did you eat it? 
<laughs> now I've got those. I've got the sweet gloves of storing. Right. Ah. Uh, oh oh no. yeah. So I forgot I got that ring of resistance too. I need to apply that to my character. Yeah, it didn't didn't factor in at all. The four-armed Kasothan woman steps forward and, and says, "She has a, a small face mask, like a bandana, tied around." Her, her mouth in a, in a very hoarse whisper says, Who? Who are you? We're the Starfinders here to rescue you, Professor. What? Yeah, you you came for me? I, how, how did you? Yes, I, I am Master Omea Sostarni Fasramar. I carry the echoes of In Shirshi's dream, and I am glad to see you all. Professor Sostarni, I, I, I want to uh, jump in here for a second and explain what's going on here. So the reason we're here is because we were sent by the university when we discovered that you were missing. We were actually looking for you for a different purpose, but then discovered you were missing and went in search for you and are now rescuing you to, to deliver you back to the university where, where you really belong. Oh, well, that, that is wonderful. I, I've played dumb here for days in the temple, trying not to let this inner sanctum be opened by, by these brutes that, that kidnapped me. That this, this last door, and, and she motions the door to the north, has a very intricate-looking stone panel of 12-sided star, and there are a number of what look like stone keys in the shape of, uh, of diamond wedges that seem to fit into various slots. And she explains, it's like, this is the final inner sanctum of the Yukalem elves. This is where they gathered all their information. They've they've not sought all of this yet. They, they left before they could figure out how to open it, but we cannot leave until we, we discover what is inside because I fear that it might be lost if we escape now. There's... There's a secret that I would not tell these cultists, but I, I want to share with you in case, well, in case some of us die here. Excuse me, but was that Tahoman, or is he still loose somewhere? He is not here, no. Uh, Professor Sultani, what what's the secret that you wanted to tell us? Come here, take a look. I have I have it written down on the wall here. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get really close and, and look at the wall. Is this in a language that we comprehend? Oh, I think it's in a language you speak. Master Isoki. <laughs> so I'm going to read it off of the wall. To be continued. It doesn't say that at all. It it, it says, enter the temple here. <laughs> <laughs> this was awkward for all of us. You got that very wrong. <laughs> but I can tell you that uh, what I've discovered elsewhere in the temple, it is a secret most grave. Yeah. 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 The secret. The secret is to be continued. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I don't know. I felt I felt really good about going for another hour or two. <laughs> oh boy. Really, really into leaving well, it there. I feel like you were gonna do it and then Elendra wanted to her other question. Yeah, it's like it was about <laughs> right. to happen. <laughs> I, I love how like, some of you who have a pretty natural like, sense. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean we it was can a hear real you question, like, though. We can, we can hear you sort of like cranking up for it, and she's like, "But wait, but for, but first, <laughs> and you were like, "All right, all right," and you were like, like uncocking your crossbow up to continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. So that's. <laughs> 
like a light. I really thought I was going to get it to be continued in there. Uh. That's it for episode 26. You're never going to get me, Drew. Knack. You're never going to get me. <laughs> Play for 100 games. Not going to happen. I won't allow it. I'm too stubborn. <laughs> He's Good. too smart. He's too stubborn. Uh, you're oh, he's too so, sexy. You're so close to the end, the Temple of the Twelve. We're inside the literal temple. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta wait until someone says it. Oh, Inside the hidden temple. We will find out what happens next week. Are you guys excited? Oh, yeah. Yes. Prediction. You know what's, in, what's inside the inner sanctum of the temple? Candy. End tables. The answer is to my tattoo. That's what I'm hoping for. A completely <laughs> random starship upgrade that we didn't think we were going to get. Magic rings. Uh, Tyler, any guesses? Um, part of part of the history from the gap. <laughs> yeah, right. In the first AP, get out of here! Get out of here! Yeah, that, you're hey, right. Tyler. I should have guessed another end table. You bronk! I've been yeah, like, different. It's the there. magic end table, Tyler. I mean, oh, I've got a whole week to draw some things on the map, so I will oh, prove whatever. someone right. We'll find out what happens next week. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. That's episode 26 in the bag. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.